Hello, 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 Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. It's Wednesday. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. Our friend, Donnie Meacham, is joining us. Donnie, are you there? Hello, 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 hello. Happy Wednesday. So excited to be here. We haven't chatted since the Royal Super Bowl, so we got lots of royal gossip coming up. I know. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. All our new listeners, we've shot up the charts. I think we're number six. And it's because of all our royal breaking news. It's got to be Donny. Maybe it's because of me. (laughs) Maybe it's because of you. It's probably because of Miss D. Okay, let's jump into the show. We've got a ton of gossip. Hey, Donny, what time is it? It is... Tea time. Tea time. Queen Elizabeth II has broken her silence after Meghan and Harry's explosive Oprah interview. So the Queen is finally reacting. Buckingham Palace put out a statement. Oh, Donnie, they put it out on official letterhead. Ooh, Ooh oh, it's nice. Got the crest on the top, all lovely. Let me read what it says. It said the following quote. The whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last years were for Harry and Meghan. The issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. Harry, Meghan and Archie will always be much to love members of the family. So it's only about 61 words. I counted them. Boy, it says a lot. So it starts, I think, nice. It starts with, um, you know, acknowledging how sad Harry and Meghan seem to be. And then it's the middle sentence. It's That's the sentence that we have to dissect Donnie. So... Uh, They want to address it privately as a family. I bet they do, because this is a huge topic. I don't think this is good enough. I think they have to address this publicly. Also, too, I think after Meghan said that she had suicidal thoughts and she went to somebody very senior in the institution and asked for help and was told basically no, I think they have to name that person. I think we need to know who that is. They can't just be coy about this. Uh, I also agree with you. The part that also strikes me is where they say, while some recollections may vary, which Mm. I take as uh, our side is a little different than her side. Um, But I think you were onto something. Even though it was publicly confirmed that it was neither uh, the Queen nor Philip who had the race conversations when it came to Archie's skin, somebody in the royal family did. And I think that deserves to be talked about. And the Mm. Queen who is in charge of the entire royal family, it is her duty to speak out and say, we do not condone that. We will find out who did it. It is, you know, our utmost importance to figure this out because moving forward, this is 2021. Uh, You know, race is something that, you know, we can't tiptoe around anymore. It needs to be dealt with and it needs to be talked about. It is fascinating what you say, particularly about the comment that they think recollections vary. That's basically saying that Harry and Meghan is not gospel. They have a side of the story. We have a side of the story. Now, Donnie, as reporters, as as people, I've been doing this an awfully long time, but you've been doing it now uh, a period too. There are always different sides to a story. And although we are not excusing it, On this show, there are questions and things people say that can sound terrible taking out of context. And I do know when Oprah Winfrey sits down and talks about race, 
This British white boy, Rob Shooter, should shut up and listen. But there is a side of this that I think the palace will be dealing with. Now, more royals too. We've got more reactions. So yesterday, Prince Charles was doing a charity visit. And on the way out of his charity event, he was asked about the interview. He looked a little startled. You would think they would prep him for that question. I mean, they're not going to ask you what you had for breakfast, sir. Like, you know, like when Ben Affleck was wandering off with those other ladies while he was engaged to Jennifer Lopez, he went, poof, disappeared for two days. Remember that? I said to Jennifer, you know, they might ask you about Ben. They might. You know, when, um, when Jessica Simpson and Nick called off their marriage, got divorced, I said to Jessica, you're probably going to be asked more than just about your album. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they always are so surprised. This is all we're going to be talking about, royal families. So, Queen Elizabeth, if you see Donnie or me and you want to stop for a question, we'll give you a nice one about what's your hat, who you're wearing. But we have to ask about this. This is why she'll never talk to us. Another person talking out. So, while Charles is, is not saying a word... Meghan's estranged father, Thomas Markle, is already back on the telly. He's on Good Morning Britain yesterday, and he really, really went in hard about Meghan. I try not to cover him, particularly on this show. It's just all so gross. And you know he's getting paid to do these interviews. And he basically said the following... I'll stop doing press when they decide to talk to me again. Blackmailing them. It's, it's not right, is it? Quit pro quo. Stop it. Which brings us to our poll question of the day. Queen Elizabeth II breaks her silence after Oprah's bombshell interview. Was this the right move? Should the palace have ignored it? Or do you think putting out a statement was a good idea? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Donnie Love, what are you working on? Well, Thomas Markle might have appeared on Good Morning Britain, but you know who will not be anymore? (laughs) Host Piers Morgan. After he stormed off the set, he has decided he is leaving the show as co-host. So Pierce has been an avid critic of Meghan Markle for a long time, especially after this. And what really started kind of the blow up was Pierce and host Alex. They were talking about the interview with Oprah Mm -hmm. and Alex basically called out Pierce for having a vendetta against Meghan. Basically that he was upset because she ended their friendship after Mm -hmm. she became engaged to Prince Harry. Well, Pierce was in a huff. He got up and he stormed off the set and he's like, I'm done with this. You can trash me, but not on my own show. And then basically after the show, and you know, he released a statement and ITV released a statement saying Pierce has decided to leave. I'm oh. I it's a little odd because I think it was just an in the moment anger. Right. But I mean, he did what he did. He's gonna regret it. Do you ever get hot headed like that at a job or in a relationship? And I don't like making decisions, particularly big, big decisions when my emotions are really running high, I always take a little time out. And I think, Piers, you were on the number one morning show in Britain by a mile. It was like being on Good Morning America. It's like Robin Roberts. You were you were such a star in Britain. You're still famous. It doesn't go overnight, but it does disappear eventually. Hey, Katie Curry, remember when Katie ran the world when she was on the Today Show? She's still a wonderfully gifted reporter, but it's not quite the same now she's not on the show. I think Piers is going to 
really regret this. Do you have a vendetta, Donny? Is there a celebrity or a friend that has annoyed you to the point where you might do something to hurt them and hurt yourself in the process? What happened with Pierce is that Megan did did play with him a little bit. We've got to give him that. She slid into his DMs. She wanted to get publicity in Britain. She met with Mark Lupo here in America, our friend Mark, when he was at the Wendy Show. Megan was very, very aggressive about being a celebrity. She met with Miss D. So she met with Piers. And then the minute she started dating Harry, she dumped him. So she did do it. But... I think that Megan has basically won today. You've lost your job. We don't know if you quit or you were fired, but was it worth it? Has that ever happened with you, Donnie? Has somebody just annoyed you so much that you might actually quit or, or do something damaging? No? No, because at the end of the day, the only person who's hurting is you. I know. Uh, the other person, they don't care because they're out there still living their life. And here you are unemployed and angry. Right. I have a little bit of this with Bethany Frankel. Bethany Frankel treated a friend of mine terribly. My friend Marianne was at page six. And that's how I met Bethany. Bethany wanted to be in page six. So she sucked up to Marianne. She was always calling her and would hang out together, Bethany, myself and Marianne. It was the first couple of years of housewives bethany was still living in a studio apartment she couldn't pay her rent marianne and i would always pay for drinks bethany had no money but she always tagged along and she wanted to pick my brain because at the time i was working for jessica simpson a reality star and bethany really wanted this and then when marianne left page six bethany dumped her and i've had a bit of a vengeance about that and i've had to let it go but it's under the skin donny at any minute it's like you could trigger me. We've got a Bethany story a little well, I'm later talking on about the Bethany show. in a minute. No, but I'm going to try and be nice. And okay, moving forward, ABC is moving forward with the new Bachelorette. So Rachel Lindsay, I love her. She's on Extra. She's the best reporter in the world, particularly when it comes to the Bachelor franchise and the Bachelorette. She was on the show. She was the first ever black Bachelorette. So she knows a ton of sources over there. She's claiming that they've already started filming in New Mexico last week. They're already there, or at least they're there quarantining. And there's no pause. So I think a lot of us thought after the controversy... This season, which has not ended yet, it's still ongoing after Chris Harrison has stepped aside. I think there was going to be a pause. I assume they would. And they'd try and figure this all out. Clearly not. It's a very, very profitable show. It makes millions of dollars for for ABC. So they've jumped right back in, Donny. What do you think? I, I think The Bachelor and The Bachelor franchise it needs to find out who's leaking these sources from the production <laughs> staff because Rachel Lizzie has somebody on speed dial. She has someone on staff. Yeah, because somebody... she knows everything. But I agree with her. It does seem a little soon. soon. It's like they haven't even seriously dealt with the Chris Harrison issue. Is Chris Harrison on the set? Those are oh, questions that think question. people want to know. That's right. Is Emmanuel Aichau there? Yeah. Who's on this set? What they would say is by the time we finished filming and editing it, it's going to be six months from now, so we'll be in a different place. What I would argue is you can only edit the footage you've got and that footage you're getting now, and so I would have taken a pause. And you're right, there's questions. Do we try to have a more diverse group? Do we have Chris Harrison back? I think I would have taken a pause, but... You know what, Donnie? They don't listen to you or me, and they're worth millions of dollars. Okay, hit it. What's our Bethany story? I'm not going to get triggered. <laughs> so Selling Sunset, Chris Shell Styles, she has oh, she's slammed. Trouble. She's trouble. Oh. Oh, she like slammed her. Bethany for you. She's called her basically a white housewife. But she is, but also so Bethany was very harsh to Meghan Markle before. 
uh, the Oprah Winfrey interview. She basically yes. called her a fairly unknown actress, crying about yeah her life, and she's a royal and a former royal, and basically suck it up is what uh, Bethany mm-hmm. was saying. And then after the interview. I think what Bethany, like the rest of us, saw the trouble that Megan's actually had to deal with from the palace. You know, she kind of rescinded what she said, and she apologized to Megan. But Selling Sunset's Chriselle Charles not having it, she basically Oof. was saying the privilege here is you never questioned using your voice, yet you used it on your huge platform, meaning Bethany has millions of followers on all forms of social media, to let it be known that Megan should be silenced. And I kind of agree with Chriselle here. You know, Bethany spoke out of turn. I don't know if it was to get press right off the bat. Well, this was not a good that. look. I mean, we, know, I mean, we know Bethany, and I'm trying to hold myself back here, but <laughs> yes. she loves the attention. Yeah. The mistake she made is criticizing the interview before it even happened. Don't don't attack people before they talk. Let them talk. If you disagree with what they say, then fair enough. You've got an opinion. But to attack somebody before, I don't think Bethany realized that Megan was going to talk about suicide these dark, dark thoughts. And then suddenly Bethany looked like a bully. And if Bethany is good at one thing, it's judging the tone, the mood of the country. And I think at the moment, people are very pro, pro Megan. Also too, it felt to me a very housewife-ish behavior. This is how the housewives react to one another. And it's been very successful for them. All of them, not just Bethany, they get rewarded by really being terrible people or saying terrible things. The few housewives I've met and and know a little bit are not as awful in real life as they are on the show. And they know it. They turn up a notch. They go from one to a hundred because that's how they keep their jobs. That's how they get pay. Pay increases. Bethany's done the show for 10 years now. So you can't You can't blame her for being a drama queen. It's in her DNA. But I do think Bethany's trying to step away from the housewives. I think she has a production deal with Mark Burnett Productions. And she wants to go into like the apprentice, the celebrity apprentice type route. All great. And you can grow. But you can't do that and still remind us all that you were a real housewife. So it's probably probably a big mistake. This Chriselle, is that how I pronounce her name, Donna? Chriselle, yes. She's the new Bethany because yes. she's going to take it to Bethany and she doesn't care about talking. Like Bethany's so abrupt and loud. This Chriselle, oh, she's met her match. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, before we get a break, just because it annoyed me so much, Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> has gained 14 pounds <gasps> during the pandemic. She said she put it on by munching on cheese and crackers. Oh, it's all so annoying. It could be a pizza or a burger. And throwing back red wine. So her gut's in a terrible shape, she said. But she now has gone on a diet. Oh, thank God. She's cut out sugar and alcohol. She's lost 11 pounds, Donnie. Donnie, why do I care about this so much? I'm obsessed with how annoying Gwyneth is. Heaven forbid Gwyneth Paltrow gained weight off of his charcuterie board like sweetie it's, it's a little high privilege here if we're talking about it's like, so high it's so goopy just, it's so goopy when she's talking about gaining weight she said she, she she realized she had some tests done and she had high levels of inflammation in her body so immediately she sought a medical <laughs> advice that's called a Tuesday for me, Donnie, that I feel a little off after going out Monday night drinking with you. And then she shifted to a, a plant-based diet. And Gwyneth, just don't be anybody but you. You give me so much joy. Hey, Donnie, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. Welcome back to the 
Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with Donny Meacham from okmagazine.com. Hey, Donny, uh, let's get to the polls. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Gosh, we sound like a full orchestra, a symphony. Okay, let's get to the polls. Should Meghan and Harry name their new unborn daughter Diana? Yes or no? Oh, 55% said yes. Oh, I don't know, Donny. I mean, I do like the thought of it, but are you putting the target on that girl's back? Is she always going to be remembered compared to her grandmother? It's a very tricky one. What would you do? Uh, I think it's actually a sweet idea. I think I would oh. go more towards the middle name being Diana. Francis. Oh, you mean, oh, sorry. Oh. You would give their daughter the middle name or Diana's middle name, which is Francis. What, what I would the give point? the daughter the middle name of Diana. Well, let me just say, though, Princess Charlotte has Diana as her middle name. So will this upset William or Kate or Meghan? Don't care. I don't think they don't care. <laughs> I don't think they're, they're, Harry they're, might do it just to piss I don't William off. I know. Kate might make her cry again. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Go vote on today's poll. You can go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip, to leave a comment and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Aww. What do you got? Well, we all know my favorite celebrity couple is Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell. <laughs> well, the nice of the day is actually Dax here because so Kristen was asking who should play her in a movie. And so Ooh. she's heard yelling off screen, Dax, who should play me in a movie? He, Ooh. without hesitation, yelled back, Reese Witherspoon and Kristen agreed to, and I can't agree more, two lovely, lovely, beautiful women who are great actresses. I'm all for it. Who would play you in a movie, Donnie? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, yes, I could see that right now. I'd want Dame Edna to play me or Mrs. (laughs) Doubtfire. <laughs> Dame Edna as Mrs. Doubtfire. Dame Edna as Mrs. Doubtfire as Mrs. Rob Chute. That's my casting. Be marvelous. Okay, let's do a naughtiest of the day. Have you fell off your chair? You're missing that. There you are. Shame. Shame. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Olivia Jade is responding to the college scandal on TikTok. However, surprisingly, Olivia's not our naughtiest here. Our naughtiest is a user who just came at her. So she's back on social media. She's 21 years old. This is who she is. And she was enjoying herself on social media, minding her own business. And somebody came at her and said, how's college? They misspelled college. (laughs) So she shot back. Thank you for asking. I'm pretty good. I actually love colleging. And she misspelled it too. So... Let's all, you know what I mean? Let's all give each other a little bit of a break. Is the whole scandal annoying? Yes. Is it privilege? Yes. But I think it's time we can move on. Do you agree? The only way that she's going to be able to move past this is if she does exactly like this. She pokes fun at it and she moves along. She's never going to get away from it. So you might as well enjoy it. Okay, let's do a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. You get a Rob. Thank you very much, Donny. So for 20 minutes or so, we like to make you laugh or giggle with celebrity gossip or stories about who's going to play Donny in a movie. But for a minute or a moment, we're a little bit more serious. This is a moment of Rob. Your worth must be determined by you. Don't depend on someone else telling you who you are. You've 
got to decide that yourself. Your worth must be determined by you. No, I agree, because I think there are often times where I look for outside validation, and sometimes I'll seek it out by texting a friend or whatever just so I could hear something lovely about myself. But (laughs) I know it sounds terrible and funny, but it is true. It's like, oh, I don't need that. When I could just look in the mirror and say, Donnie, you're great. You are great, Donnie. Who's your go-to friend when you need to feel great about yourself? Uh, I have I have actually a couple. Uh, one person you always make, you always make me giggle, so I do text you when I need a good laugh. Oh, uh, I have drama. a friend. Yeah, I have a friend, Allie. Uh, oh. She's nine nine months pregnant, so me and oh, her we no love use just... at the moment, Allie. That baby's ruined your <laughs> ruined, ruined your confidence. <laughs> but it's just like there's a couple people I just reach out to if I know I'm going to get a good laugh and it's going to uplift me and make me feel good. Well, we hope. We do that for you because you do that for us. Thank you so much. We ran out of time. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Donnie show. It's a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you've got a moment. Please do. And all together now, remember, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Ta-ta. It's naughty but nice with Rob.